welcome welcome come in come in come in this is one of the most important set of episodes in the entire archive and i've already had a few but this one this one extra extra listening if you hear any soft shuffling that is me and my blanket because it is freezing but no matter make yourself comfortable as i have made myself comfortable grab a snack grab a drink relax today is the first part of a two-part mini series thing of a topic that has been making rounds today we are discussing shadow work so in part one we are discussing the technicalities you can always return to part one to get details on what shadow work is and how to begin i have a document attached to both episodes with the materials i used some prompts and more information on the topic why not tell us the story of your shadow work in part one and then in part two we can come along we love your storytelling lonnie gee thank you well because maybe someone just needs a short and sweet version and they're good and they can run off and do that and then listen to part two later maybe someone else needs part two first and then run back to part one maybe people need both part two is all about the journey it's my story of shadow work i spent a whole entire year healing and that was 2022 i believe that is one of the most pivotal and important years of my life up to date ever i believe it is already helping my transition into adulthood it has made everything so much more clear and concise and there's just an overall comfort and sense of self that i have that i didn't feel like i had before it's my personal experience my personal documentation that i will be sharing parts and glimpses of with that being said let's get into it what is shadow work it is working on the subconscious aspects of self that were gathered around our youth and other parts of our life. These are hidden and suppressed aspects of ourselves. This can include trauma and other parts of ourselves that we deem unworthy. In more medical or scientific terms, it's a form of psychotherapy. Shadow work is acknowledging your triggers, limiting beliefs, learning who you are, breaking generational curses. It requires a lot of accountability, a lot of grace uh it also requires a lot of space you need to give yourself a lot of space when undergoing this journey because it is a journey and shadow work allows us to heal our inner child it isn't all about darkness although in the name it's a shadow we get to learn so much about ourselves we get to uncover gifts things that we enjoyed to do when we were younger we realize how capable we are and have always been you see how far we've come in life and being able to look back at everything i'm so relieved i'm so happy i'm so proud of myself just to see how resilient you are how strong you are but then also giving you that space to be soft and emotional and grieve and it's it's just wonderful it's it's incredible i cannot recommend it enough if it resonates and for me it resonated very deeply but i'm not going to get into that too much cuz this is just the first part so shadow work has really uncovered that we cannot live this life afraid of ourselves we are not 
meant to exist in fear of self? Who told this child to be ashamed or fearful of who they are? That's the root and that is what we're becoming detectives of. We're truly tracking down the culprits, the antagonists, bystanders, and sometimes we find out that it's not others but ourselves, right? It is the murder mystery of the century. And it's healing the past wounds that's affected the present in a negative and harmful way. For instance, you meet an incredible set of new friends and people, but you keep sabotaging this potential relationship and friendships that are coming in. Or you receive a job promotion and you get a deep sense of imposter syndrome. Shadow work can help find the root cause of these feelings and most likely something stemming from childhood, but it's it's not limited to that. Anyone can undergo shadow work and depending on the individual, there are different reactions. And I would recommend to think about this very long and hard because it requires time, patience, and a lot of compassion for yourself. It's not a toy. It's not a joke. It's not a game. It's not something you can cram all in one day. We're talking about yourself. So I would recommend doing it when you're a thousand percent ready. I would recommend doing it when you're ready to love yourself. Truly, seriously, when you're ready to, you know what, okay, the demons in the closet, the depression, the anxiety, like all of this, okay, like it's played out, I'm done, I'm tired, you know, there has to be more to life than this. And if you've reached that point, it's a really great idea to look into shadow work. It's something you have to be willing to do to venture into yourself deeper and it's important that and it's important to acknowledge that even thinking about doing this even taking the steps towards engaging and going into such deep healing is a huge feat and venture of itself like it's such a huge accomplishment through experiencing it now I would say differently but from the outside looking in, you'd think that it's easier to just push it down, bury it, suppress it, and not even look at it. It feels like that's the easier conclusion, but I promise you it's not. that. And so the fact that you're saying, okay, yeah, I'm going to face myself, because essentially that's what you're doing, right? It's not really demons, spoiler alert, it's not really any of the things that you think it is, it really is you. And it's these people, these situations, these circumstances are all mirrors, right? It's a, it's a journey of sorts, you know? And if we're being honest, the demons others keep in their closets is the reason why we have to do our shadow work now. So don't let it be you if it's you. Just deal with it. Because honestly, this is all about saving yourself. So shadow work is like opening the door and realizing there is no monster it's just you and those fears and wounds and it's just time to mend it's just time to heal it's time to dig up all of the stuff and and look at it for what it really is the sooner those aspects are acknowledged and healed life opens up in a way that is so much more easier dare I say and I know that because you know there's this notion life is so hard life is so insert you know difficulty but truly when you do the work 
life does open up. It does get easier. And I'm not BSing you. I'm being serious. So it's easier to see things as they are, not what we wish them to be. And we're able to recognize the patterns and cycles and then not resonate with them any longer. So it's not necessarily that everyone in your life, well, it's not necessarily that, oh, everyone in your life is a narcissist and it's the worst thing ever. It's a cycle and you have to break the cycle. And the cycle is broken through you acknowledging parts and aspects of yourself and things that you realize were demonized were were just survival tactics. And you're not in that space anymore and you can now move on from that. Because if that's not acknowledged and recognized, everything that comes into your life is going to look like an attack. It's going to look like, oh, now it's time for me to avoid. Now it's time for me to dissociate. Now it's time for me to... And it doesn't have to be this way. During shadow work, are there moments of discomfort, crying and fear? Yes. But the most, when I look back, the best parts was drawing all the conclusions and releasing all of it and letting it go. It's realizing the shadow isn't evil or inherently bad, but it's an aspect of our existence that should be acknowledged. And in other rights, it has protected us and shielded us from a lot of stuff. But it is a part of our existence. If you look outside when the sun is shining, the trees have shadows. Even the clouds cast them. It's not for everyone, but it is something I'd recommend to look into. And it is a really great form of putting your life back into your own hands. It's about becoming the subject. It's about embodiment and learning to love being yourself so when I do mention self-love and to love yourself I know that's thrown around so willy-nilly and no one says hi no one says how to do that no one says how to step into that energy but it's learning to love being yourself it's it's like taking your story and, and really looking at it and saying, wow, there was a journey here. Okay, and some aspects, yes, there was victim. Yes, I was a victim. Or yes, I was the villain. Or yes, I was, you know, I genuinely didn't do anything. And these things just kept repeating and happening like a like a nightmare I couldn't wake up from. The stories are all different. Everyone is going to have their own pieces and 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 aspects that they get to look at and at the end of the day that's what it's all about you get to see yourself in a more full form the pieces begin to make more sense and there's so much grace you're giving yourself to heal and look at these things and and take the time to journal and write it down and because it's for your own eyes you can write as bluntly and purely and just as much as you want you can be as angry you can be as sad you can be as resentful but just to get it out there just to dig it up to unearth it and to really sit there with those with that energy that's when the releasing happens that's when you let go of the narcissist or the past or the people or the mirrors or the cycles or the parents or the guardians or the lack thereof, however that looks, 
and that accountability is unmatched and you did it you healed yourself you know it is almost silly for us to believe that the people that wounded us or hurt it or hurt us the most the most deeply are to be the ones to turn around and then come say sorry or heal it for us or it's because of my parents or it's because of my school environment or because of society or however far and wide this net is cast when you do the healing when you take the accountability everything else becomes silent it becomes obsolete dare I say dare I say and once you undergo it no one can ever take that away from you the same way like once you put the insecurities to rest the anxiety to rest the dep- all of these things to rest you realize that no one can take this away from me like i've healed like that's it it's done i know my triggers i know myself you know in a way no one can tell me about myself anymore because i already have done that aspect and portion of work so all the relationships friendships romantic platonic all of the things that are to come after would be to help me grow in a new aspect right it's it's evolving from that wounded inner child point and i'm not saying in the future that if when not if when you are in this better space in this more healed space that you won't see people that you used to interact with you will but now you trust yourself and you know when you see it immediately like oh no you're not for me right but I recognize you and I see you because I've been through that aspect already and so it's very interesting how everything just opens up more so benefits that occur from shadow work is improved communication and understanding in relationships confidence in setting boundaries ceasing cycles of projection self-destruction self-sabotage self-hatred etc etc anxiety decreases immensely and it dissipates a lot the emotional and mental manipulation stops whether it's receiving hand or the one passing it out like candy so why because you've addressed yourself and it's truly that simple i i think of shadow work and I think of this one quote that I saw and it said you know life is simple yet man insists on making it complicated and complex and difficult like and if you think about it it's it's true in some aspects and regards and if you're ready to move through life with a renewed sense of self then let's go so what will you need So let's say you're in. Lani, you've convinced me. I'm in. I want to do the shadow work. You know, I'm tired of sitting in this cage that I've created for myself. Okay. So keep in mind, there's no right or wrong way to do shadow work. However, it does require a lot of compassion. It requires your time for you to give yourself as much time as you need to take your time to give yourself as much time as you need. You only know how long it'll take you. Me, I finished my journal. I did I journaled every single day when I did my shadow work. I did not I did not give myself any space. I didn't give myself room to run away from myself. 
Because when I'm over something, I'm over it. When I realize something's wrong, I go for it. I don't care. (laughs) I am going to get to the bottom of it. However, this is where knowing yourself comes in. Because I may have said I did not give myself any days off. You could be in the middle of it and you're like, okay, I need two, three days to rest. I need two, three days to marinate. This is heavy. This is a lot for me. I need to take some space away, right? But you do still have to make sure you're holding yourself accountable, that you're not running away from yourself, okay? But you do also know that, okay, I need to take some time off. I need to take a day or two to rest, rejuvenate, etc. Because that prompt I just did, it pulled up a lot for me. And, you know, I just need that time. I need that space. So be it. Give it to yourself. And that's why I say you give yourself the ample time you need. Me, although I did, I finished my journal, my prompts in, I think, two to three months because I was doing it every single day. Afterwards, the rest of the year, I was resting. I wasn't really doing anything or going out of my way to do anything what I what I mean to say is I wasn't over exerting myself. Yeah, the end of 2022, I started this podcast. But that's because I part of my journey was learning how to communicate in a more clear, concise manner, learning how to express myself more freely. And so the podcast was perfect for me to do that in the midst of a time where a lot of the relationships that I had no longer resonated with me. So I wasn't really communicating in that manner. But the podcast gave me a way to communicate to a wider audience, which is a lot of people <laughs> around the world. And so my experience of shadow work is very personal to me, right? And there's also aspects of me that I already know that I'm aware of and I'm more than sure that there's aspects of you that you already know and you're already aware of, right? So if you're used to being avoidant, right, that's why for me, I was like, when something is too much for me, because I was, I had tendencies of avoidance, I sit, I buckle down. I'm like, I'm not playing with you. You're going to do this, right? So what will be important to have, right? Well, there's a free way to do it. And I have a document in this episode truthfully honestly you should not be paying for shadow work there should not be a penny that comes out your pocket for shadow work however i am well aware that there are workshops there are other people that do set up workshops and things of that nature to get you started if you have a really dope therapist i wish i had a really dope therapist at the time but that's okay because it led me to this point that would talk about shadow work that would jumpstart that for you then okay there are clearly exceptions but you know get what i'm saying like you don't need to blow like half a million dollars you know just to sit down with yourself like it shouldn't be super expensive like honestly like but get the supplies and materials you need which are very very simple right i don't care if you go down to the dollar tree to get yourself a notebook, go, you know, I don't care where you go, but it's, you know, notebook, pack of pens, that's it, right? Some prompts, that is it. So the document includes a link to a Pinterest board with sections on shadow work, healing, self-concept, and wellness. It's my Pinterest board. It's a dope one. Go shop through it. Maybe you can make your own Pinterest board. Look through them. Take your time. Shop through them. You know, there are prompts that some prompts will pop out to you more than others. 
And that's the ones you want. You want the prompts, you want the healing, you want the shadow work stuff that pops out to you the most because that's the parts of you that resonate with it. That's what you need to look at, okay? If you're seeing things about being codependent and you do not have codependent tendencies, you perhaps have you know, something else along the lines, then it go explore that. Like really, really explore these topics and these aspects of yourself. They're very important. And there's different types in there too. There's a range of inner child, intimacy, relationships, etc. Like there's there's all kinds of stuff. And if I do not have it, just take the pin or whatever and scroll underneath it. There'll be so much more. Make yourself a board. Make yourself a board of all your favorite stuff. Open a notes app, a Word document, a Google Doc, your notes app. Did I say that already? I'm sure I did. You get the point. And write down all the ones that are your favorite. Print out the ones that are your favorite. It's all you. And then I have an example of the journal that I purchased. I like dotted lines. You may not like dotted lines. I used to be a bullet journal fanatic fiend I loved bullet journaling so mine have dotted lines if that's not your thing that's cool if you like the squares or just classic line to line though it's your journal it is your journey you do what you like okay and then get your shadow work journal prompts gather those get those together find your journal and dedicate it to shadow work it can be whatever resonates with you I picked one if you want this is what I did and I'm so kind of I'm so happy that I did this If you want, I got a separate journal to get to know myself better because as you're releasing these older aspects of yourself, you're going to be, it's going to happen whether it's after the first couple prompts, whether you're halfway through your journal, near the end of your journal, you're done with your first journal, you realize you need another journal because you got more stuff to go through, your journey, do what you need to do for yourself. I got a separate journal and it, I titled it to get to know myself better because when you're releasing all those other aspects of yourself you're going to begin to ask the big who am i's who am i when i'm not clinging on to this trauma who am i when i'm not carrying around this baggage who am i when the depression is not no longer part of my identity who am i when the anxiety is no part the insecurities are no longer part of my identity who can i now become how much more substance can I curate and add to my character aspects of myself that I've completely ignored, whether that's you're very kind or giving or maybe parts of yourself you shut out because you thought, oh, like it's weak. Like, for instance, maybe you're more sensitive to people's energy and that's been taken advantage of. And now you've just become very, very mean or um, closed off, I should say, to other people. But you don't want to live that way anymore. Right. So who do you become now? Maybe the answer isn't becoming, maybe the answer isn't the destruction, being destructive to others. Maybe the answer is just boundaries. And so now, who are you now with these boundaries, right? And so I got a separate journal and I wrote down my favorite movies, my astrology chart. I wrote down my favorite affirmations. I wrote down, um, at the time, during my shadow work personally, I really enjoyed like the little readings on um, YouTube because some of them would be like you know how how do strangers view you or xyz and so I would write down the video title and the reader and I'd write down the pile I selected and then I would bullet point or write down what they'd say and 
that would get me to comprehend and understand who I am, right? Who aspects of myself that are there or emerging at the time of me doing my shadow work. And in that separate journal, I still have it. My shadow work journal, I do not have. I burned it when I finished it, right? I'm an adult. I'm grown. If you are younger and you're listening to this, then I'm not sure if you can run around burning things, but I am, you know, you know, I burned mine when I finished it. It does not have to be that way. You know, I personally wanted to finish and release everything. However, you can choose to keep it as a keepsake of your own healing journey. You can keep it as a trophy of sorts, like, ah, oh, look what I did. You know, um, however, it's your journal and your journey of healing. Select what resonates with you. Um, I know some could burn it, keep the ashes, and then release it into the ocean because I think that's biodegradable. This should be biodegradable. You know, you can let the water have it. Me, I let the element of hot, I let the element of fire have mine. So <laughs> that's why the whole well, why have a separate journal when you're done? Well, because I wanted to connect immediately with the person that was emerging. It doesn't have to be that way. You could do your shadow work, finish your shadow work, rest for a period of time, then start another journal. And then in that journal, you can learn about different aspects of yourself on all different kinds of levels. So, you know, in that journal, I had my astrology chart. I had my human design. I had learned all those. I swear I have an episode about this on my pod. Give me one moment. The episode is called Some Fun Ways to Get to Know Yourself. And... And that I basically go through detail about all the different aspects you can learn from your Myers-Briggs to your human design to your all of it, all of it, all of it, all of it. I don't care how some people say, oh, astrology's silly or it's stupid. It doesn't make sense, blah, blah, blah. Look at your whole chart. Learn about the houses. Learn about yourself. You are the subject. You are the art. Okay. You are the the person to be studied you are the muse you are the enigma study yourself who do you want to embody who do you want to become right the best aspects of self exactly so you should know all you should learn and you should go through as many aspects and dimensions of yourself as possible you're already in your shadows okay learn about the light learn about the in-between learn about who you could become if you set some boundaries how cool you'd be you know how cool you'd want to be right do you want to be more interesting on social media or do you want to be more interesting in real life the choice is yours you get to pick you get to decide and so that's what the extra journal is for who are you when you're around people who do you want to be when you're around people right and because you're shedding this old self it's not even who you want to be around people who are you around people right do you have the Marilyn Monroe effect when you walk into rooms or you know like it's so you could just you know so many aspects of yourself will come to light and it's so cool so that's that aspect and so I chose to journal instead of loose leaf paper because I promised myself to fill up the entire journal with everything I needed I wanted everything in one place so that's why the journal is what I chose and I chose like a little like leather front but you see it on the document you got it and yeah I got one off of Amazon for about seven bucks and I got my favorite ink pens from 
the dollar store they're like the best but then i also got some from amazon as well because i can't help myself and like i said i used to be a bullet journal fiend i love my stationery and then i found some prompts online so shadow work can go a multitude of ways you can write letters for closure dear person i loved dear person i hurt dear person i need to forgive right you can mix that in with um your journal responses and prompts you can mix it all up. You can just do your journal prompts if you're not into writing letters to people. You're like, bump that. I don't care. <laughs> the choice is yours. It's your journey. It's your healing. Thoroughly look through the Pinterest board I've linked for an idea. And there's a section called shadow. Ideas will come to you. You'll know exactly what to do. You know, the craziest thing happened to me. I wasn't really on Instagram or social media much when I was doing this. I completely pulled back and pulled away from all that and like you'll find that too if you're doing if you're doing it in a way that you're serious about you're gonna pull your energy towards yourself you're gonna pull all of that back towards self because you're gonna need all your attention and all your eyes on yourself because you're gonna notice yourself in a hyper emotional way like a hyper i want to say hyper intense Mm. the word I'm looking for is you're just looking at yourself through a very close lens and so you're going to need a lot of energy. So if you're used to give, 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 giving and giving and giving and giving all the time, you're going to notice how powerful your energy is and how impactful it is when you take all that energy back and you put it on yourself. You're going to say, wow, no wonder. (laughs) So... But when I did enter my Instagram, I didn't tell Instagram that I didn't do anything. But just to show you how things aligned so quickly during this time, I went into this, um, you know, your little homepage, your for you page. That's TikTok. You know, you get what I'm saying. Your, Your little page where you go. And there were so many of those little boxes and bubbles that had shadow work. Like people were talking about shadow work. And mind you, I wasn't on Instagram searching for, I didn't go on the search tab or whatever, but there was like people tweeting these little shadow work prompts, right? And there was one that I wanted to go back and get and share. And it was gone. The user like just removed it. And it was so... It was so dope. Like, it was kind of crazy, but it was dope because it was like, okay, that prompt was meant for me during that time that I was doing the work, right? So if little synchronicities and things happen to you during that time, do not be, you know, alarmed by it. A lot of people were trying to message me and talk to me during that time. And honest to goodness, I was like, I cannot talk to you at the moment. I am not in the headspace to communicate or discuss or give you my energy I get it I'm pulling back my energy completely to focus on myself and I was a person that give 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 and I know you feel that energetically you may not know consciously what's happening but because I'm in my subconscious energy I know what's happening right so feel free to be as selfish as you need to be during this time right feel free to give yourself everything you need during this time, you are, you are like, you are dissecting yourself. You are like a patient right now. You need to take care of yourself. And you also will see the value of your energy in yourself, right? The whole like, oh, let's raise our standards. You know, for some people, it feels a little silly when they're raising their standards. 
because they've never spent so much time learning about themselves and knowing thyself, right? When you know thyself to a point, when you spend so much time healing and nursing yourself and learning to trust yourself again and the power of, you know, the value of what giving is, if I give you something that's very important, right? Your whole life could change if I give you something. That's that's the value of my gifts, of my giving, right? And everyone can't just get a gift from me. That's not how it works. I've spent time with myself to see, you know what? When I was in people's lives, everything was working out for them. You know, it's just these little things that you realize about yourself, about your energy, about who you are. You know, maybe people copy your stuff all the time, right? You're a trendsetter then. You know, congratulations, you're a blueprint. Now you must understand, okay, so how am I going to have my blueprint work for me, right? All these little things that you begin to learn about yourself, it's important. It's important. And so I'm going to give examples of some prompts and so you can do with what you will. So some examples include, when did I lose my innocence as a child and how have I treated myself since? What made you start doubting yourself as a child? What aspect of your life do you project onto others in an unhealthy way? You can open a Google document or Word document or write it all down in your, write all your favorite prompts down and then print them out or you can put them in your notes, however you do it and you can make it as a checklist. So each day you cross off or you, you know, check off all the prompts you've done and with time and you know what, some days you get so much in the groove, you'd be doing like, I remember sometimes doing two to three prompts, not every day. Some prompts were heavier than others, but two to three prompts. And so I dated all of my pages and I did about one to two prompts a day. And I urge you to not hold back when you are releasing all of this onto the page. If you're mad about a situation, be mad about it. If you're upset or you're crying, let yourself cry. Let it all out. You've been burying this for a long time. You know, now's the time. If you're angry, if you're sad, write it. You know, if you're scornful or regretful, let it out. Let it out, let it out, let it out. You know, if you need multiple journals, then buy them. Get it all out. After I wrote my prompt on a page, sometimes I would feel a little empty because these are things you buried within self. And so I would feel a little bit empty. So on the page after that prompt, I would write down some affirmations to replace what I released. So let's say, for instance, you're writing about your codependency. Then on the next page, you would write affirmations that would... You know, I am worthy, you know, I am safe, I am protected, I am, you know, whatever needs to be placed out, right? And fill up the next page with a whole bunch of affirmations, right? Kind of just to prop up and structure the stuff I just released to put in, like, so let's say you pulled out some weeds, all right? So now you're planting a rose bush. See, see where I was going with that? You don't need to do it. You can structure things however you'd like, but that's what I went for and that's what I did. And I feel a lot better because of it. So if you were talking about, you know, how your inner child felt unworthy, the next page would be on some affirmations regarding worthiness and abundance and love. And that's how I would finish my shadow work, 
my shadow work stuff, my prompts, my writing for the day. I would end on a positive note. I would end on a lighter note. I would end on, you know, something like, like I said, you pulled out your weeds and then you plant a petunia, some petunias, right? So, you know, some prompts feel like they're repeating themselves. That's why I say go through them and pick out your favorites, right? It's like you're shopping, go pick out your favorites. And I know that kind of sounds kind of like, what? Like, why Why would, you know, how, how did you feel unworthy as a child? Have you ever been the subject of being bullied? Or were you ever the bully, right? Like, what do you mean that's your, like, to pick favorites out of prompts such as that? But when I mean favorites, I mean things you resonate with. Like, it's like your inner child is shopping. Like, okay, this is what I need to release. This is what I need to say. This has been on my heart for seven years. It's time to let it go. This relationship, this intimate encounter that needs to be released or whatever, what have you. Everybody's different. Everyone's at different ages, different stages, different parts of their life. If you haven't experienced it, don't worry about it. Go find you another prompt. You know what I mean? You know, you know what to do. You know, you'll know what to do. You'll know what to do. It's, it is your journey. And it's, it's crazy to see how, how much yourself will just jump into action. Like, okay, we're going to do it this way. We're going to set up the prompts like this. We're going to do it like this. Okay. I'm going to write a day rest, write a day rest. You know, you do it how you know, right? So anything else you should know before you jump into shadow work. If we're going to shadow work, don't cheat yourself. Don't rush. Don't play yourself. Like I said, it's not a game. If you're putting it on a timeline, because I kind of put myself on a timeline, because like I said, I knew myself, but I wasn't rushing myself. I was intentional. I was very intentional, right? You cannot rush healing. That's why when I was watching the whole like beginning of the year, everyone was talking about all the things and like some people are like, oh, I'm sprinkling in shadow work amidst my stuff. And I'm like, well, you know, for you, if you're doing it this way, shadow work may take several years. Listen, I don't have several more years for me to be playing around with my emotions, feelings. I'd rather set aside a couple of months to a year, do what needs to be done, face it, and then, you know, move on with my life. Go into the next chapter. Like I said, though, everyone's different. If you need several years off, on, off, on, off, on your life, you do what you need to do, right? But if you are putting it on a timeline, you must, you just feel like you have to make sure it's a generous one. Make sure you're giving yourself all the space you need, right? If you feel like, okay, six months, in six months, you better be resting a lot. <laughs> you better be taking care. You better be meditating. You better be taking care of yourself, yoga, Pilates, whatever you need. You need to be extra attentive to yourself. You'll see. You'll see when you do it. You'll see, you'll see if you're, if you're courageous enough to take the act, how much you're like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Although everyone is different, but one thing is for sure. One thing we all share is if you're hurt, if you're wounded, we all need time to heal. We all need time, you know, to sit out on the bench, to tap out. Especially if you're taking this seriously. You're talking to self. You're talking to the wounded child that may have been abandoned or pushed aside. You owe it to yourself to give them your undivided attention. You know, it's like you realize, okay, you can give your time to the narcissist, losers, toxic people. You know, your karmic mirrors and cycles and, you know, um, 
whatever else people name them as, right? But you can't give yourself generous amount of time for your inner child. Priorities. And so you begin to learn that a lot. A lot about your priorities. What are my priorities? How do we get this in line? So slow down. I legitimately have an episode called Slow Down. And give yourself the space and time. A lot of the episodes I made last year was around themes and you know what I'm saying? During the time, if you need to listen, go back and listen to some episodes. Do it. Do it. It may resonate 20, 30, 40, 50 times more (laughs) when you're in the midst of this. If you're tired afterwards, give yourself a break. Go take a nap. Go meditate. Watch a movie. Go read those books that you've been putting yourself aside. All the ways you've been pushing yourself aside, give yourself that undivided. Those sketchbooks that are sitting empty. Oh, I I know your life. I know your life. That musical you've been meaning to write, those things, right? And in a gentle way, in a gentle way, right? It's such a great time for you. Maybe even if you do not even have the energy to create, that's fine. Absorb good stuff. You just planted a new garden. If you know anything about gardening, right? Okay, what nutrients, what compost do you need to make? What, you know what I mean? Nurture yourself. Give yourself that, right? Paint something, right? Personally, I had the munchies, right? I was hungry, personally. I don't have a history of EDs, okay? So I would like to point this out first, right? And that may be things you're addressing in your shadow work as well. But me, I had the munchies, right? So I needed more snacks. I was eating a bit more than I usually eat, right? I had a little bit more zuria pois. I had a little bit more rice and beans on my plate during that time, right? But I knew it was because of everything I was releasing energetically, mentally, emotionally, because I was suppressing so much. Everything I didn't say. There's a lot of things I didn't say to people. There's a lot of things people said to me and I would just take it. I would just harbor it. I would just hold on to that for years. So when I was releasing it, right, because I was carrying around so much of other people's energy and and nonsense and and secrets and, and... whatever I had the munchies (laughs) I needed some snacks I was you know you know I was eating some snacks but also right everyone's body is different everyone will react differently that is why I'm saying you must become your muse like you are your muse during this time you must pay attention to yourself so closely right and you also like post everything happening you're gonna you're not even gonna be triggered no more (laughs) you're you're gonna be like ah that's just human nature that's just shadows being shadows that's just human nature being human nature I don't have to be the punching bag I don't have to sit in the nonsense right I could just change the channel I could just watch something different I could just do you know you're gonna realize everyone being triggered and everyone being hurt and everyone doing what they're doing on the planet right now is because of the lack of acknowledging self everyone's timeline is different my shadow work took a year i finished my journal in about two three months because i was journaling daily 
but the after effects required me to give myself my undivided attention, right? So yes, the prompts, yes, the releasing, yes, blah, 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 was condensed in about two to three months, right? Pressure. That's me though. But because I did it that way, the, I needed the rest of the year to rest. <laughs> and I was completely okay with that. I had a great time. So many new, beautiful things came out of my shadow work. And will continue to come out of all of that work that I put in, like internally. My external changed completely. It changed entirely. A completely different life I'm living right now. I'm calm. I'm the calmest I've ever been. I express myself way more than I ever had in my life. I don't take anybody's nonsense. Like, I don't care. Like, if there's an issue, will I still remove myself? Absolutely. But will I communicate way more concisely and clearly and let you know my stance before I remove myself? Absolutely. You know, do I tolerate things as more as much as I used to? No. You know, there's all these little things that happen, right? But you know what? I don't hurt myself anymore. I don't self-sabotage. I set my boundaries and I tell others to choke. Like, I, do you know why? Because I nursed myself back to health. And not a single soul can ever take that away from me. You don't like that I'm expressing myself freely, that that's triggering you? You should go within. You should go within. Like, that's not even an insult. Like, I'm not even trying to be mean or blunt. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I finally get to step into, you know, my Sagittarian energy. Like, I finally, like, for so long, it's just like, I just kept, like, holding my tongue, holding back. Like, oh, I don't want to say anything and hurt anyone's feelings. But you know what? Every time I've given people the best advice, it's when I never held my tongue. It just, for some reason, it just pierces through the noise. You're like, oh, I get it. Oh, I get it. I sat down with people and I said, you know, do you think that the reason why you're sabotaging this really good or healthy relationship you're, you know, that is budding, that is happening is because you feel inherently unworthy? And they'll just sit there and they'll be like, whoa, I'm like, I know, <laughs> I know, right? And of course, I'm not delivering in a way that's like, do you can always tell when someone is speaking with love and when someone isn't. It just, energetically, it's just completely different. The people around them, the energy around them, it's just completely different. You know when someone's speaking to you with love and when someone isn't. When someone's speaking from the heart, from the soul, from things they've experienced and when others haven't. You just know. And shadow work just amplifies that even more. So, some things to help you when you're through, going through your shadow work and picking up some gentle movement, things of that nature. Yoga, meditation, gentle stretching be gentle with yourself be gentle okay you just undergone surgery be gentle you don't need to but i highly recommend it think of it like therapy right like think of it as therapy afterwards the yoga you know the the gentle meditation things of that nature i cried a lot more some people right? Because trauma, the body keeps store in the way that you're, you know, it sits in the body. You'll lose weight. I lost, I lost, I lost a lot of my baby fat. And also too, I know I'm growing up, but, but there's something about like, I lost a lot of like, I just, 
I don't know. I just became a woman. Like, I just became an adult. Like, I just, you know, my voice even changed. So many things about me just changed. Do not be alarmed by that. If perhaps, you know, energetically, because you're shedding a lot, right? A lot of trauma, a lot of things that were stored. So maybe you're losing a little bit of weight or maybe you're losing a lot of weight. Maybe you're losing, you know, you're leaving behind all of the things that no longer serve you, right? It's it's over. It's done, right? Please also keep in mind that every shadow you come across isn't something negative, wrong, or evil, or the worst thing to have ever happened. Maybe you needed it to defend yourself, and now you know it to pass discernment in the future. All the little conclusions I came to within my own shadow work, you find all these different things with yourself. Like you may become more intuitive. You may become more discerning, more logical, more whatever, right? You may become more beautiful, more attractive, right? Because you're not carrying around, you know, um, this the, these heavy load anymore, right? So you, you glow more, you shine more. You know, this is the real glow up, right? You know, okay, fine, we changed our hair, we changed our wardrobe, yes, 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 we changed the outer appearance, right? But the inside, you know, and just there are shadows that are parts of ourselves that we may have just rejected, right? So maybe the parts that you rejected was your ability to shine, right? Because maybe around you, you had a whole lot of people that didn't like you to shine, or maybe the parts of you that was very creative and like a genius, but there were people around you that were intimidated by that and they would just be like, oh no, like you're really stupid or you're an idiot or you never do anything with your art or your creations or, you know, that's so dumb. Like, or, you know, you know how people be, you know, there's a reason we're doing shadow work to begin with, right? <laughs> so the root of it all is self-acceptance. And so give yourself grace, give yourself room to grieve, give yourself space. The world cannot give you the safe space you're seeking. Truthfully, honestly, I know, I know, I boo, I know, I know, I know. Um, The world cannot stop the triggers. You must journey into the world within and create the safety that you desperately seek. Because the world hasn't done its shadow work. That's why the world looks the way it looks, right? But until you do the work that you need to do within yourself, right? When you create heaven within, then heaven is all around you. And then then you may walk amongst, you know, all the others that are the same way. It's like it's like you unlock this this other world that you didn't know existed and you couldn't access because, you know, whether whether you are the codependent one or the one, whatever, 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 it, all sides of the coins. Everyone's feeding off of each other, you see. Everyone's teaching each other, you see. And so it's not happening from the outside. It's all been within the entire time. Spoiler alert, I know. But just in case you weren't convinced, there you go. So that is all I'm sure upon your journey that you will uncover and find yourself that there's more secrets and other things to uncover and see and you'll find it so the next episode is the story time I know I sprinkled a bit of it in here but not too much of this I'm just giving examples right because I can point I could I did bullet point it and I wanted this to be shorter but the examples flesh it out more because It's one thing to say do it and it's another thing to have actually been through it. 
And the next episode is the story time, how I got to the shadow work and how it's changed my life. As always, it's been real. Take care of your spirit, being, and essence. Good luck.